Welcome back, KCSS listeners. This is your host, Chanel of the Jam On It podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And today we have another young, talented artist. She's not even 20 yet, and she's already signed to Warner Records. That is remarkable. And who is that that you're wondering? Well, that is Madeline, the person from Texas. She makes beautiful, sad folk pop music, which you'll be hearing very shortly. You're going to listen to Madeline and I's inner child speaking because that's the persona that Madeline portrays is a sweet, innocent, childlike. And you'll hear that in her music as well. And we discuss about her upcoming tour with the Aces. So make sure you follow at Madeline the person on socials. That way you can find which local show you could attend. Her label mate, Adam Melkor, their collaboration together on the single August, emotional songwriting and more but at first let's listen to her song unrecognizable off her new ep chapter two the shedding and you're listening to it on kcss you look like you have something to say You look like you did the other day I don't know you anymore Walking ahead, there's it feels so good When I'm in front, there's no way Don't you come near me to 
days look like flowers all rotting and pressed to the page. Crop to your liking, I'll never be good at this game. I've become someone you can't control. So yes, I do like being unrecognizable. Hi, thank you so much for being on my Jam On It podcast. Of course. It says your name is Stormy Phoenix. Okay, so um, that's like my DJ name that I used to go by and I still kept it. Stormy Phoenix, if you're curious of the origin, because a lot of people think it's a Marvel book like superhero and it's not (laughs) I wish I could say that but my favorite actor who unfortunately passed away on Halloween and anniversary his name is River Phoenix he's Mm -hmm. brother to Joaquin Phoenix and so my name is kind of like a tribute to the Phoenix family so that's where it comes from that's so awesome it's so beautiful I don't see it but I'm wondering if you're wearing it your wisdom teeth necklace how did you know I was wearing it I'm wearing it (laughs) I think I have this psychic sense ability. Yes, I am. Oh, my gosh. Like this morning, I was like, it's going to bring me good luck today. So I had to wear it. Okay, let's hopefully (laughs) throughout this interview, nothing bad happens. But I was telling Jenny through email that I'm going to be getting my wisdom teeth pulled soon. Yeah, that's scary. Right. I'm super anxious about it. And it's funny because I was doing my research because I was like feeling like symptoms. I'm like, what could this be? And then it's like signs of wisdom teeth coming in. I'm like, no, but the typical ages from wisdom teeth to be, you know, coming is between the ages of 17 to 25. And I've already passed that. So my wisdom teeth are coming in super late. That's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I honestly had a way better experience than I imagined like and I have extreme anxiety like relating to like going to the dentist dentist surgery is like my worst nightmare ever like literally I was panicking but it was so smooth and I was like laughing so much after (laughs) oh did they give you laughing gas yeah I was just saying the darndest things it really brings out a side of you oh my gosh I feel like we should have seen a video of your wisdom teeth being pulled (laughs) yeah I know I have some after videos. They're pretty funny. I did read somewhere that if you weren't a singer, you would be considering to be a doctor. And I was curious as which doctor would you have been? Yeah, I had some different ideas. It's so silly now because that is just no, I wouldn't. That would be bad. (laughs) I was thinking for a long time about being a dermatologist because I had incredibly severe acne at one point. And I took Accutane and that fixed it for the most part. But I was just like, I want to fix this. I kind of thought, you know, if I try this myself, if I figure it out, I can help people like me. But yeah, I definitely don't want to be a doctor. I'm glad that's not happening. That's such a trip because like, I don't see myself being a doctor, being in school for so many years, but I said the same thing. I'm like, if I'm going to be a doctor, I want to be a dermatologist because Whoa. not only did I have bad acne, I mean, I'm still kind of suffering from acne. You can't see because of the makeup, but I also like had the skin condition in, in my family. They also have skin problems. So I was like, I would want to be that doctor to help people who feel insecure. And I love watching Dr. Pimple Popper. I think she like helps people's lives. Me too. She is so cool. Oh my gosh. I feel so like 
happy and calm watching her videos. I know that sounds crazy because they're kind of like gross. Yeah. <laughs> but like, seriously, I'm, that's like my safe space. It's, it's really nice. I, she's awesome. And dermatologists, like, I don't know. They usually have great vibes. Yeah, they're definitely good people. And so before we kind of jump into our uh, interview questions, I want to do like a warm up fun question. And since Halloween recently just passed, what is your favorite candy? <gasps> Ooh, Twix is my number one favorite. Um, it used to be Snickers. Something changed, though. Um, I'm not sure what it was, but I would still do a, a Snickers. Um, just anything like with chocolate and crunchy. Huge fan but also like gummy bears. It's like opposite ends of the spectrum and like sour worms. The aces love gummy bears too. And I actually, I have a short story. I met the aces when they did their last tour. And because I watched their video last one, cause they're like eating gummy bears. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to bring them gummy bears. And then <gasps> they, they totally devoured the whole bag. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. Wait, that's great to know. We can have some gummy bears on the road. Right. And some twigs. <laughs> yes. I did see in your bio as well that you love board games. What's your favorite board game? Ooh, my favorite board game is Scrabble because I'm kind of really good at it and I love winning. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just like undefeated. Like I literally have never been defeated except by my mom and my brother, but they like taught me. It's like a family. We are very wordy. We are very spelling bees. We're like big. I won one. My brother won one. We love to spell. <laughs> oh my gosh. Honestly, before texting, I would say I was an excellent speller. Nowadays, it's like I got to pronounce and make sure. And I even yeah. have Grammarly installed on my phone just to make sure. <laughs> That's awesome. That honestly is so helpful. Yeah. I mean, texting is a whole different ballpark. I mean, it's hard. No wonder people just rely on emojis like, you know, screw the words, just send a picture. Oh, exactly. Yeah, it's really helpful. And since, you know, you have this inner child quality, what is your favorite childhood book? Mm. Oh, my God. It's funny. I'm sitting right next to my books and there are so many children's books like at the end. I see Fancy Nancy. I was a huge fan. She was such an extravagant queen. And I really take after her these days. She wore whatever she wanted. It was so sick. And the book that I have is like her going to ice cream with her family. And they're all wearing like normal people clothes. And she's like wearing a feather boa and like heels. She inspires me. <laughs> and also there's this one book. I forgot the exact name. I think it's like, I love you forever. I'll like you for always. As long as I'm living something blah 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 and it's about a mom and a child and they grow up together and eventually the child takes care of the mother and it's like mm. really beautiful it yeah. is that's so poetic just by the title and then you know you hear the story it's like that is so sweet mm -hmm. I remember it made me emotional as a kid I was like oh this is really lovely yeah and it's so special to me now I need to like buy another copy you did a cover of Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody, which you announced that you're going to be performing it live. Yes, I'm so excited about that. I just did the tracks for the like big choir sound. You know, Spencer, you did a cover of his song. You posted on Instagram and he, you know, obviously his manager reached out. And I'm curious as to whether if you did not post that cover on your story, do you think you would be where you're at right now, or eventually you would, you know, find a different path to be where you're at right now. 
Yeah. I think about that all the time too, because it really was a series of like silly little events that made this happen. Kind of like coincidences, maybe. I don't think this would be happening right now. I really don't. I'm a big believer in like every single decision you make, every single thing you do has an effect on what's happening, you know, right now. And if you do one thing different today, tomorrow will be different. I think that's how the world works just personally, because I wouldn't have my manager um, and my manager kind of like took me under her wing, brought me into the business. So I definitely think I would be on the same path, like generally, like I would be working towards the same goal of, you know, releasing my own music, being an artist, but I really don't think I would be signed or like, I probably would have started TikTok by myself, but I'm glad that things happened the way they did. It totally makes sense. And then, you know, you keep reflecting that it's like, oh, it could have been a whole different way. And I really love your song, unrecognizable in the video you're dancing and singing to your younger self and would young madeline believe hey in the future you're going to get signed to warner you're going to be a singer you're going to be touring with the aces like what would younger madeline think oh my gosh it's hard to know she would probably freak out she'd be like what because at that time i really wasn't sure of myself at all i was under the impression that being an artist for a living is like not plausible at all. And it's not an option, really, because you are taught to have, you know, a job with a steady income and go to school, do something that you know, you can like, fall back on being an artist. I was always like, told that it's like, a one in a million, like, you know, type deal. But I really think like, if you work hard, and you try your best, like you really, like, you can do it. I did it. <laughs> um, and I'm doing it. So I would definitely freak out as a kid knowing that this is happening. Wouldn't believe it. I'd be so excited. I'd be like, let's fast forward. I want to do that right now. Yeah. Even Justin Bieber says, never say never. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking about my younger self seeing me with blue hair and tattoos. And I think I would also freak out about that. <laughs> like, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, then you like look back at the yearbook, like, oh my gosh, I was this girl and now I'm this person. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's like different eras, like every year. I'm going to segue here. Like I mentioned, like, you know, you have the persona of this sweet, innocent child. And I'm just curious because you mentioned about like different eras changing, you know, your look. Are we going to see this evolution of Madeline the person? Yeah. For sure. I think naturally, because I'm always changing, but also I do know that I have plans of doing something fun and different in the near future. So that's exciting. Yeah. And I think forever and ever and ever, I'll do different things. I want to try everything before I die. Now let's go back to the aces because you're going to be on tour with them very soon. And this is like a total girl power tour. And not only that, it's because these uh, members, they are big supporters of the LGBTQA and plus. So, you know, like, how are you feeling about, you know, getting ready for this tour? Oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I couldn't have chosen a better tour. I mean, like, I feel so supported with this group of people. Like, I can be, like, my total self. And I can't wait to, like, support these people on, on their tour and meet them and be friends with them. That is so freaking exciting. Yeah, it's just, like, endlessly exciting. Every part of it is so cool. Like, the traveling, the everything. It's so fun. Same here. I'm looking forward to seeing your San Francisco show. Remember, gummy bears. <laughs> 
Don't be embarrassed. <laughs> Yay, San Francisco. Okay. <laughs> so I know that you're a songwriter, you're a storyteller as well, uh, sharing your personal stories about what's happened to you. And I'm curious, as you're writing these songs or even like recording for a rehearsal, like how do you let your emotions just burst or how do you kind of control your emotions? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the most emotional part is when I'm writing it because that's really like the initial like release. It's when I like kind of admit to myself that these feelings that I feel are are real. I, I think it's my favorite part because it's like I get to be super honest with myself and then I get to choose if I am going to share that with the world or not. Sometimes I don't. And I have a lot of songs that probably will never see the light of day. And that kind of makes me feel safe because I get to pick and choose what truths I share and what ones I keep hidden. There's just like endless things to be written about in my brain. Yeah. And I think with practicing and singing the songs over and over again, it is very interesting. I've found that it does bring up emotions. And so it is hard sometimes. I'm working on taking myself to the place of when I wrote it, but not totally like submerging myself in the feelings. That's too much. I just want to like take a trip back to those days and not feel stuck there. That's when it feels a little too heavy. Watching your music videos and they're so aesthetically bright and they're colorful, but you make beautiful, sad folk pop lyrics. And there's a big contrast, you know, the bright colors to the video and the very sad lyrics. And I'm wondering, you know, is that a result of your imposter syndrome? Because I think I read about that somewhere. Totally. Yes. You know your stuff. I can't believe it. (laughs) It's always been kind of a struggle between choosing which ways I express each thing because there's so many things that I want to express and for a huge portion of my life I didn't think that they were important enough to say or show so once I you know got that self-confidence and realized like before I die I want to do some cool things and share my emotions and maybe like help some people then I started you know just like doing whatever I want, basically. But it does have a rhyme and a reason. Um, I think music just naturally is the way that I express the things that are the hardest to say, because I feel like when it's a song, I'm not really saying it. It's a different language to me. I love writing songs, especially sad ones, because they feel really safe and cathartic. Yeah. And I think with my aesthetic is kind of how I express everything else, like usually with like clothing and stuff. I just go crazy and do whatever I want. And it's kind of me just like taking advantage of the freedom I have, I guess. That's when I realized like, I'm going to have some fun, you know? Yeah, more power to you. And my last question would be because you uh, did a song August with Adam Melkor. And I know that he's label mates with you, but let's talk about the collaboration and how this like masterpiece of a duet came to be. (laughs) Yeah, so I wrote the song. I actually wrote it with my producer named Leroy. I came in with my first verse and a little bit of the chorus. We put it together, the song that is August now. And we realized, you know, I showed it to my A&R. Her name is Gab. She's awesome. And she was like, I hear a man in this song. We should kind of like think of duet partners. And the first person she said was Adam. And I was like, he's one of my favorite songwriters that would be amazing. And it was so perfect because we're label mates and it's just like really good. Yeah. And he did a little demo 
And I was like, that's literally the most perfect thing I've ever heard. So it needs to happen. And I'm excited to do it again. Who's your dream collab? Oh my God. I think Mitski. Yeah. Mostly because I I just want to hang out with her so badly. Also John Mayer, but that's kind of harder to imagine. And also Joni Mitchell. But I know she's kind of doing her own thing right now. So whichever one of the three wants to hang out. (laughs) Like you said earlier, you know, like if you put the hard work in, if you believe in yourself, if you keep at it, John Mayer is going to happen. Oh, my gosh. Wait, that felt really powerful when you said it. So I kind of believe you. (laughs) (laughs) It's the finger pointing. Yeah, that feels real. So thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I know that you're going to be really busy, but I will definitely be there. I believe it's at August Hall in San Francisco. I can't wait. I can't wait to meet you. Thank you so much. You're too many states away. You never said goodbye to my dog. The one that died that loved you quite a lot. I wish I could complain to you, but I can't risk sounding a bore. I just miss my dog and I miss you all the more I glued my fingers together And you can't see the ground in my room They predicted bad, bad weather But I guess the sun shines cause you asked it to I was counting on that thunder though To press reset on my soul out and he held my hand through the phone and suddenly I don't feel so alone you left me with only the scent of you so I keep meeting you in my dreams maybe one night I can finally say what I mean If I could put the words into melodies Oh, it would be a beautiful song But it's August now and it still just comes out wrong I glued my fingers together And you can't see the ground in my room They predicted bad, bad weather But I guess the sun shines cause you asked it too
then you reached out and he held my hand through the phone and suddenly i don't feel so alone and suddenly i don't feel alone finishing up was the song august from Madeline the person and her special guest Adam Melkor they're both label mates on Warner Records and that's who you heard me talking to is Madeline the person make sure you KCSS listeners out there listen to Madeline the person's two EPs chapter one the longing and chapter two the shedding Thank you so much, Madeline, for joining on my Jam On It podcast. Thank you, Warner and Jenny, who coordinated this interview. Thank you, KCSS listeners, for listening to the entire interview. Until next time, hasta la vista from your host, Chanel.